Coaching Impact Radio, informative conversation by coaches for coaches with Frankie Dorn and Terry Hayes. We've been talking business on the program and, of course, with no real business, your coaching is not a practice but a hobby, if it lasts at all. Important information from both Frankie and Terry today. Hello there, ladies. Hello. Hello. Well, I'm excited to pick up. This is part two of an earlier conversation, and uh, I'm looking forward to the the next level. We started talking off, or started off talking with uh, Frankie about the marketing funnel, and now we're connecting it in to the business model for coaches that want to make good money and have a great lifestyle. And and Frankie, you and I were kind of chatting beforehand and, and we were talking about really kind of one of the pre- preliminary parts of that conversation is for each coach to determine what their definition of success is around that. Because, uh, you know, there's been so much, uh, I, th- I would say pressure, actually, so much pressure to have a six-figure coaching business uh, as a sign of success. And, and the truth is, is that there's, there's lots of other options, right? Uh, there are. And I think what's really important to frame this conversation is that your definition of success as a coach is all that is important. So, you know, you can earn as much or as little as you want. You can define the lifestyle you want to live and that's the beauty of coaching is that it really provides flexibility. So you you define it and then, you know, when you're clear about what you want to earn, how many hours you want to work, then, you know, you put into place the business model that's going to support that. I think and that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, and I think it also has to do with what type of work you want to do. Like I always, I mean, and I've told this story to numerous classes that I've taught over the years and coaches I've worked with. And I say, you know, when I very first started in coaching, I was already working 60 hours a week. And I thought to myself, this is how naive I was. I thought to myself, well, goodness gracious, I could get 40 one-on-one clients and I would be working 20 hours less and making significantly more money. Well, that sounds like a really good idea. I think I'll do that. Which A, 40 clients, 40 one-on-one clients is not 40 hours. And we all know that, right? That's like 80. (laughs) That's first. Second, um, it's exhausting. Mm. It's physically exhausting. And um, so much depends on my 100% top optimal performance to be there to earn that, you know, that direct time for money exchange. And um, so, you know, my, my, I'd say probably my first six or seven or eight even months in, into coaching, I thought, yeah, that's what I'll do. And then, and then for a long period of time, I was like, you know what, I really am not great with more than about five one-on-one clients Mm -hmm. and and now 10 years later um i i can handle 12 pretty comfortably but i i don't know that i could do even 15 i i don't Mm. well there's the whole issue and you you alluded to it about what what is around the one-to-one coaching and that's you have to market there's administration there's downtime because you you cannot work back to back to back. No. You may as well be glued to your chair and, you know, then drop drop off at the end of the day. It's just way too much. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you were going to have 12 or 15 clients, um, there's there's a lot of work 
around those coaching hours. Mm-hmm. And I, I think a lot of coaches don't realize that. Yeah, it's true. And I think that also um, the really when we talk about, quote unquote, the funnel and the business model, really what we're talking about is a business model philosophy. Right. And and that's where I want to dive in, because I don't think that there is a business model that would even possibly work for all the coaches out there that are trying to put together their their uh, independent practices. But but you've got a really good handle on a philosophy and an approach to customize the business model to make it really work. So I want to talk about that. Yeah. Okay. And and you're so right because the the model we're going to talk about and it's it's one of the downloads that's available is uh, customizable. Yes. So what we're showing is here are all the different areas and services and maybe products that you can offer, but you do what you want. You do what suits your your template of success and your definition of success. Okay, and we're going to talk about client acquisition and retention as well because that's really important and that fits into this model. But basically, um, the business model that we're showing, the success coaching business model, really provides an integrated approach to helping the client achieve awareness and transformation, and it's based on where the client is. Mm. So. It doesn't mean that, you know, the client may not be ready for coaching. So does that mean you can't engage that person? You can't, you know, offer them something that's going to be digestible for them in that moment? Of course not. You're meeting the client where they are. You can offer one or more of your products and services. And that starts the engagement. That starts the relationship. Absolutely. And that's so crucial. You know, and I have to say, I have to jump in on that really quickly because one of the things that uh, I notice that a lot of coaches have some sort of performance anxiety or pressure around is um, every conversation that they have with a prospect should, quote unquote, end in that prospect becoming a one-on-one client. And that just isn't appropriate. It Not only is it not appropriate for the coach as a business model, that's not a really sustainable business model. But that is not appropriate for every coaching conversation that you're going to have uh, for the prospect. That's right. Yeah. And here's touch on that so importantly. It is. And here's the the shocking news. People don't want coaching. Yeah. (laughs) Ta-da. They don't want it. Why? Because they don't understand it. They don't they don't have any experience with it. So, I mean, just put yourselves in their shoes. Is there any product or service you would buy if you didn't have experience with it and you didn't want it? No. So coaches who think that has to be the, the, the premier offering are going to struggle. They have to look at other ways that they can engage the client. And that's where this model is so effective because it brings clients into your system your business in a whole bunch of different ways. It gives them an experience of you. And so it builds a relationship. But if you are strategic, which we'll talk about in a minute, um, 
any opportunity that you have where you can demonstrate and give them the experience of coaching is what you must do. So it's kind of the soft sell. It's not, you know, uh, the the elevator speech. It's about here's how I'm going to help you achieve results by showing you and having you experience some coaching. So it could be in a workshop that you might be doing that. Yeah. Or it could be if you're speaking at an event, you know, something that's yeah, engaging at the, them. At the very least, it could be your newsletter. It could be a white paper that you've put together. It could be something that you're either doing or that you've written or a small e-course program. I mean, there's, the options are, are really limitless, right? They are. They are. They are. And, and the, the challenge is that the industry has been promoting this one-to-one coaching model as the definitive way to build a coaching business. And, you know, it's fine, as we talked about earlier, if you want to make less than $50,000 a year. If you want to make more. Um, then it is not the best model. Well, I think one of the things about the business model where we're talking about um, how it is you move forward with with kind of setting your own goals and then starting to build that that line in, as Frankie was saying, you know, if you want to earn $50,000 or less, or I mean, 50, 60, somewhere in that range, and you want to do the one-on-one coaching model, it's very achievable. But even if even though it is very achievable, you, you really do may not want to rely 100% on that one-on-one coaching model. And and here's kind of, I'll use my draw my own experience back to this because again like I was saying, you know, this illusion of having 40 one-on-one clients and all the crazy madness with that. Um is I found out that not only was it exhausting, but it was boring. I mean and that's not to dis- <laughs> that's not to d- diminish my uh experience with my one-on-one clients, but when you have one-on-one client after one, you know, client after client after client after client, um it becomes actually a little bit monotonous and you're looking for something that has a little bit of diversity to it. So not only does it satisfy not only does diversification, which is what we're talking about here in the business model, diversification and and alternate revenue and engagement opportunities, but it it actually brings more life to the coach having the opportunity to sometimes write, sometimes speak, sometimes teach, sometimes just sit back and let something just auto sell off of your website, a nice passive revenue product. Um, let those engagement conversations kind of warm up on their own. Um, all of those things combined, even if your expectations are, hey, I just want to I want to do this even part time. Um, right. It's still totally appropriate. Yeah. And and diversity enriches the coach's learning experience. And it brings so much more to their coaching. I mean, yes. I, I don't think that we can understate, you know, how important that is. But there's two things that come to mind. One is that, you know, in the, the one-to-one coaching model, and I, I know people say, well, we're charging per month. You know, how much do you charge per month? And I was never able to wrap my head around this concept of, you know, charging per month and not connecting that to an hourly rate. I get the idea that, you know, it's a, it's a long-term engagement. So you're talking about this might be a three to four month engagement and I'm going to charge you so much a month. But at the end of the day, whether it's $500 a month and you're doing two sessions a month, that's 250 a session. Am I right? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so um, we have to really come down to what are we charging per hour for our time, so we understand that. And I had a conversation with someone, uh, actually one of the groups I was teaching this week, and I said, I can make two fifty an hour, or I can make ten thousand dollars an hour. Okay, and I I I do the two fifty an hour or more. Because it's important to me to stay connected to that client base that, I, that I'm passionate about working with. Um, but I also want to spend time making the $10,000 an hour. And someone said, how do I do that? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> sign me up. Hold that. on. <laughs> yeah. So I explained that, you know, when, when you are putting your time against creating products that may be... Uh, people can just come in and 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 buy. Um, there's a lifelong value of that product. When you are creating a workshop, there's a, a lifelong value of that workshop. So you're generating that money. It may not be in the moment that you are creating, but that's where you, what I mean by you're earning that you know ten thousand dollars an hour. So there has to be a mix of you know doing the coaching, if that's what you want to do, and and more. You know, um, because it's it's just the bigger picture. I For do sure. want to talk about acquisition and retention in a couple of minutes, but I'm I'm curious to hear your comments about what I just said. Yeah, no, I think I think you're spot on. I think that the the expansion that this type of diversification creates for the coach cannot be underestimated Um, because you know one of the and this is actually straight out of really the ethics and conduct when we look at things like the international coach federation and how they talk about you know what coaches are uh, what they strive to have all coaches commit to one it's lifelong learning Two, it's it's not you know not getting stale. It's keeping your cutting edge. And how do you do that if you are a one trick pony? If all you do is this one particular type of thing, um, then it's it's not going to pan out for you as far as staying fresh and current and connected. Um, you know that's why we have uh, the requirement for continuing education. Is they really want us to keep learning and growing. So what better way to ensure that? Then making sure that whatever model it is in each individual designs for their business, that it includes multiple ways to use your talents. Yes. And I just want to tag on to that before we break for commercial, that to have a mindset of creating, let's just throw out the $10,000 an hour, okay, which may seem outrageous to a lot of people. But if you think about that's that's how I approach my business when you create, let's say, um, a mini program, or let's say you're doing a teleseminar, record it. Mm-hmm. When you have 10 teleseminars or five teleseminars, bundle them together, create a product. So you're not reinventing the wheel. You're just intentionally going into whatever you're doing, uh, looking at all of the possible ways I can slice and dice what I'm doing and repurpose it so I have, you know, a variety of products and programs that I can offer my clients at different price points. That goes back to the marketing funnel that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Absolutely. And, and actually, when we come back after this, um, I really want us to talk a little bit about reverse engineering, because I have a really, I have a strong opinion about this, and I really want to take a, an opportunity to get that in. So we'll be Great. right back. 
Coaching Impact Radio is brought to you by Impact Coaching Academy, offering life coach training and certification in over 20 specialty categories, life, business, couples, health and wellness, and more. Courses can be completed as self-paced study, live teleclasses, or in-person intensives. Just like our radio program, Impact Coaching Academy is by coaches for coaches. Sign up now for your free membership and receive over 30 hours of training and programming worth thousands of dollars, yours to listen to and enjoy, absolutely free. Then set your own path for growth with courses that are starting soon. Check the calendar to see the current offerings. Impact Coaching Academy. Be a part of the impact at impactcoachingacademy.com. So blending the conversation between the business model, which by the way, I love that it's called the success business model because that's what it's about. It's about your definition of success. So I just have to throw that in there. Um, (laughs) So the success business model and the, the actual marketing funnel. So here's when we talk about reverse engineering and um, what you're talking about, Frankie, about repurposing, repackaging, grouping, bundling, um, really leveraging is the, is the word leveraging. Right. right? So right. here's the thing. Right. And, and this is where I see a lot of coaches get stuck is they try and create their entire marketing funnel before they launch anything, mm-hmm. which is is, is of course an impossibly difficult task because it's an untested, unproven product and you can't build in any of your actual experiential uh, results. So you wind up feeling insecure about your product that takes you nine months or more to create in the first place. So it, it's a it's a crazy plan to try and uh, build the whole funnel before you even start. Absolutely. However, there's a couple of things that will make the whole process easier. And one is you have to know who your niche market is. Yes. Because, okay, because the, the model you see here, if you, if you look at it closely, it's, it's a singles coach, singles relationship coach, because sure. there are things on this model that a couple's coach or a parent coach or an executive coach would not be offering. Right, right exactly. So, yeah. So you have to know who you're talking to, who your audience is, so that you can provide a range of services and, and products that they want. Okay, and that, again, goes back to the marketing funnel. But then once you understand, you know, who you're working with, I always recommend look at your business from, you know, three to five years out. What what does this model look like? Yes. And that may be scary for people because they think, well, if I, if I write it down, I have to do it. No. You need to write it down so you see the 30,000-foot view of your business. And then you have to create the strategic plan where you say, okay, where do I start? And you want to start somewhere where you're quick out of the gate so you're actually earning some income. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, part of that plan is, well, what's next? What's next after that? What's after that? So that over a period of, and again, that's up to you. It's it's your plan. Could be a year, could be three years, could be five years. You are opening up all of these different areas of your business. But like a strategic plan is like anything else, you know, you have to look at it annually, maybe even semi-annually. For sure. And say, 
am I still on the right path? Did something happen? Is there more information I have? Is there a change in the industry or technology that I can leverage or I don't want to, you know, offer this anymore? Yeah. And, and that's where the, re- I honestly think this is where the reverse engineering gets really clear. So if you have a target of X niche, right. And, yes. and something very specific. So then I, you know, when we do this vision for whatever it is, one year, three years, five years down the line, we say, what does it look like to you? What kind I, Oh, I want to be doing some high end mastermind groups and I want to do some public speaking and I want to do some one-on-one coaching. And I go, great. So tell me what is one aspect, one aspect of the conversations you'll be having at that level. Now, let's just say hypothetically somebody was going into um, declutter coaching, right? Decluttering. Mm-hmm. Well, it's all about making decisions in the now to to not, you know, stack up the clutter. I go, great. So let's take that one piece of the conversation you know you're going to be having with your high-end clients out there at the three- and five-year mark. Let's go ahead and, and do some sort of a teleclass or a white paper about that one thing Now, let's start with that conversation. As opposed to trying to figure out what the mastermind is going to look like, let's just get the conversation started. Mm -hmm. And and that's how you can kind of reverse engineer it. So so all of a sudden, maybe your first level on the marketing funnel goals is to have a home organization 101 as a as an e-course or a class you're offering at the junior college or um, and that's what begins your journey. Exactly, exactly. And it is so much about who you want to work with, what you want to do, how much you want to earn. Um, You know, it's like we said earlier, it's very customizable. It's about your business. And please don't listen to, to anyone tell you, you shouldn't be doing this or you shouldn't be doing that. Do whatever you want to do. It's your business. And if part of the business is educating and that doesn't fit with coaching, you know, it's not, it's not a coaching model, then so be it. I mean, it's educating is part of what every coach has to do. Um, so don't get hung up on, well, am I coaching when I do this? Yes. If you are, great. If you're not, you're not. You know, and I love that you mentioned that because I believe that there's a lot of confusion in our industry about uh, becoming a professional coach, um, meaning that you can only coach, like that that's your thing. And, and people ask questions all the time, like, well, how do you handle this or how do you handle that? And I'm like, that isn't coaching. That's part of how you decide to be as an entrepreneur. That's mm-hmm. part of your business decisions. That's, you know, if, if I'm a grocery store and I, I want to make sure that I have uh, organic produce, that doesn't mean my grocery store only carries organic produce. It That's means, right. you know, it means that I have all the other things as well. That's how I survive as a grocery store. You know, if you're going to be a professional coach, offer professional coaching services. But that hardly means that's what you're limited to as an entrepreneur. That's right. And really what, what you're talking about is stop looking at your business from and through a coaching lens. Look at it through the client lens what does the client want and what do they need um, around help and, you know, to achieve their goals in that particular area? 
it's not just coaching. Now, we know coaching is very powerful and transformative, but it's not just coaching that the client may want or need. And that's where we have to have a bigger uh, view, a bigger lens of, of our business. And, and that's why this model really fits. I, I do want to talk about the, the acquisition and the retention because it's an important um, marketing uh, conversation. So when you look at this model, you'll see that there are lots of ways to acquire new clients. And the prospect generators, if you remember the, the marketing funnel we talked about, that's the, the top level. That's you know, the widest um, opportunity to get prospects into your business. But um, the, the, um, the whole, I guess, concept here is that we need to bring people into our business. They may come in through some of the prospect generators. They may th- come in through workshops. They may buy a product. They may, maybe if you have a member site, they may come in there. Um, and they may even come in directly to one-to-one coaching if there's a referral, okay? So you're seeing there's lots of ways to acquire new clients. With the one-to-one coaching model as a standalone, there's only one way. And it's a, it's a big challenge for the reasons I stated before. So the acquisition strategy means I've got lots of people coming in buying different things. And then the retention strategy is, what do I do with them after they have bought or engaged me in this one area? Well, that's the retention strategy. I have a whole bunch of services and products that I can send them to. I can introduce them to. So the the business model really is taking them, let's say someone buys a product, and they really like it, and they see an advertisement. I mean, once they're on your list, you can promote to them. For a workshop, they buy the workshop. In the workshop, they understand the experience of coaching, and now they buy you know, your coaching services. That's how you retain your clients. So you can see that your business, I mean, there's momentum, there's energy, there's activity, and that's what a one-to-one standalone model really is challenged to do for you. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense, Terry? Oh, absolutely. And it, and it even goes even further than that. Because if somebody buys the workshop and then they say, oh, I do want the one-on-one coaching, that's great. But then after a certain point, maybe they want to evolve from the one-on-one coaching to more of a maintenance. They want to join your high-end mastermind. And then after the high-end mastermind, maybe at that point, you suddenly discover the need and the motivation and, and the the appropriateness of some sort of a elite client annual retreat like you can literally leverage and leverage and leverage and create on the fly as you go like you don't even have to have this all completely spelled out you know from the day that you create your 101 product right (laughs) no that's right that's right what you will start to do and what we encourage you to do in our business building training because it's so crucial is always be thinking about what is next? Where do I want to send the client? And so if you're uh, offering a workshop, you are v- being very strategic in the workshop, in the words you use and how you, how you convey where you want them to go next. And typically, coming out of a workshop, you want people to go into your one-to-one coaching. And I was very successful um, when I did workshops, I had 75 to 80% of my workshop attendees go into my 
a one-to-one coaching uh, business. Which is a huge percentage. A huge. That was not an accident. You know, these are strategies. These are proven strategies. And as part of what, you know, at ICA, what we teach in our business building uh, program, because it's all important. It's all lined up. And then the group coaching, as an example, nobody just flies into group coaching. They come to group coaching from one-to-one coaching because they've graduated. So maybe three to four months of one-to-one, they're with a group of their peers. They have, you know, obviously similar issues and, and reasons for being in a group and it's support, you know, so that type of thing. So it, everything's integrated. That's the beauty of it. And it generates great income. Absolutely. And I think that really it's the, the, you know, the bottom line, if I had to bottom line our whole conversation and, and we're moving into our last minute here. So uh, I'll of course turn to you, Frankie, to wrap it up. But for me, the bottom line of the conversation is if you are a budding coach or a coach that might be currently kind of stuck in your thinking about your business and the next level and what to do next, um, is to really study the funnel and the business model and listen to these words and start to expand your thinking um, outside of whatever shoulds or shouldn'ts or musts or don'ts or do's that you may have picked up along the way and really recognize that the opportunity is here for you to, um, through some guidance, of course, ask some really powerful questions of yourself to create your success business model. And then Frankie, what are your closing thoughts? Well, the, I think that the other thing I, I want to say in closing is don't be overwhelmed. You know, if you're just doing one-to-one coaching now and you look at this model and you get heart palpitations, okay, just take a breath. Breathe. <laughs> take a breath and have a sip of water because you don't have to do everything at once, okay? You can grow your business step by step, but you're really growing it strategically, And, you know, for all the reasons that we talked about um, today. You know, and I just have to say really quickly, and that that whole idea may be very new to people who have never been in an entrepreneurial role before. And so, uh, you know, and I say this from from the bottom of my heart as one coach to another coach, is that so many coaches come into coaching because they love clients, they love coaching, they think about the artistry of coaching and the support and the help and all of those things. Um, and being an entrepreneur almost feels like... Um, well, I'll figure that out on the way. And, Mm. you know, because I want to coach. I'm going to coach, but I'll figure out the entrepreneurial stuff. And uh, what I really want to say here is, is it's okay if this feels terrifying and weird and and uncomfortable and we need to approach it as coaches exactly the same way we would encourage our clients to approach it like frankie said take a take a breath have a sip of water (laughs) recognize you can chunk it down Um, because we have to recognize that we're actually by doing that we're modeling exactly what we would be bringing and encouraging our clients to do with the bigger challenges of their lives that's right Absolutely. All right. Well, with that, we're going to hand things back to Vince and let him close us out for today. We'll see you next time. 
And thank you for joining us today. Join us next week for more exciting coaching conversation by coaches for coaches with Frankie Dorn and Terry Hayes. Coaching Impact Radio is brought to you by Impact Coaching Academy. Experience ICA with over 30 hours of complimentary materials, then chart your own specific training plan at impactcoachingacademy.com. And of course, join us and access the growing archive of programs at coachingimpactradio.com. Join us next week, same time and place, as we continue the coaching conversation. I'm Vince Hayes. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye.